Everything from overlanding in your stock rig to full-on LS-powered to buggies on stickies. This is the Total Off-Road Podcast. I'm Steve. And I'm Ian. And welcome back for episode number 75. Uh, we are back and we are in multiple studios once again. Um, I have officially caught the COVIDs. Caught the COVID. Did I say that last week? I don't remember. No, because I think last I think, week you no. were still net. You, your first test thing was negative. Right. Yeah. Next last week, I didn't have it. And then it was That's like, right. it was Tuesday. Tuesday. Ailey was like, well, yep. now I'm positive. Tuesday, I woke up and I was like, ooh, I got a cough. And I was like, I should go get checked. And I went and got a drive through rapid. And they called me like 30 minutes later, like, yep, you're positive. I was like, fuck. You were positively fucked. Should I leave the mall now or should I just wait since I'm already here? I'm really close to the front of the line at the cinnamon <laughs> bun stand. So um, you tell me, health department. And they'll be like, oh, my God. They locked the whole mall down or something. It would be funny. Yes. I mean, funny, Please not funny, but it would be funny. Yeah. Oh, my God. Don't move. <laughs> don't move. Okay. Well, but I'm, but I'm right two there. people back from getting the fucking Cinnabon. So better make it quick because this line disappears. I'm going to move. So <laughs> I'm pulling forward. I'm pulling up. <laughs> Definitely. Full on uh, news story about how there's like a pandemic outbreak <laughs> at the mall at the Cinnamon Bun stand. There's, there's a rogue. There's a rogue. What, what they call those super spreaders? A super spreader at the Cinnamon Roll stand. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. If you were at the cinnamon roll stand between 10 a.m. and noon on Tuesday. Uh, anyway, you, you so yeah. Fucked. <laughs> <laughs> you should go get checked for the Ronies. I um yeah, so I got the I got the Ronies. Um couple that with last Saturday. Was it last? Not the one that just went by, but the one before that. I was in the ER because I had um what they call a pvc so premature ventral contraction basically like every eight beats i'd have an extra what felt like an extra heartbeat because my ventricle would contract on its own like out of rhythm and uh so it was weird i didn't it wasn't like it wasn't affecting me much i could just feel it and i was like i should go get this checked out before it stops doing this yeah or just stop pumping all together you know minor details yeah or do that too (laughs) is this something serious no um i actually thought it was going to be something else i thought it was going to be afib um which would be in the top part of your heart not the bottom Mm -hmm. and then i got there like no this is pvcs or uh, pcvs or whatever they call it um and they asked me you know like have you been consuming a lot of caffeine? I'm like, well, I'm drinking like half a quart of coffee a day <laughs> and sleeping like three hours. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, well, that could probably cause this. I'm like, oh, okay. So I, I stopped drinking caffeine and hydrated, got some sleep. And after about four or five days, I don't feel it anymore. I don't know if it's still doing it, but I don't feel it. So that's a good start. Interesting. Yeah, I get to go uh, June 1st. I get to go in and get a halter monitor put on so that they can monitor my heart for seven days. Nice. Yeah. And then after that, I get to go do a uh, echo, I think it is. Um, And they're going to check out everything and look at my heart and see what it looks like. And then I think they want to do labs as well. There's a whole slew of stuff. 
He's like, hey, how much money do you have to spend? I'm like, none. He's like, cool. How about five grand? I'm like, oh, yeah. Let's, let's just rack her up then. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll try to keep it affordable for you. You have this, 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 and this test. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it's been uh, last week. I could, you could just, I just was over last week. And then the top that off with some Ronies. Uh, the Rona over the Rona cherry on top. <laughs> Needless to say, I didn't get shit done. I'm glad I didn't go four wheeling though, because then I could have been like subjecting them to that. Spreading the Ronas. Uh, yeah, I don't want to do that. Nobody wants don't want to spread the Ronies to nobody. Um. So were we going to talk about? Okay, we had a few things on the on the list of things we want to talk about today. One of them was like trailer mods. Yep. And upgrades. The other one was how's your side by side coming along? Yep. And then Mike, once he gets to the studio, we'll be talking about his uh wheeling adventure. Yep. So which one do you want to start with? You want to start with trailer stuff or do you want to start with um Oh, there he is. Yep. The uh the, <laughs> the, the, the dog woke up. <laughs> Will not, He's so angry. Will, will not be enjoying Mike's company. <laughs> Mike probably mad, so he's gonna like fight the dog. And the dog That's is, wonderful. It's gonna be a blood. He's bath. so angry. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be a real. Why is this so much more enjoyable from this end rather than when I'm sitting in the studio? I don't know, but when I got I'm in the, the studio, same. I'm just annoyed. Yeah, like right now, I have the same like. Oh, this is. I could just picture like what's going on out there. I just picture like fur flying and like Mike's shirt getting ripped to shreds like I mean just crazy shit happening um, I mean that's what it sounds like it sounds like some like hardcore shits going on oh, but, it's uh, wonderful what do you do <laughs> it's good times and he has a bush latte so oh, you right. know it's gonna be a good time there I have no beers where'd the chair did somebody steal your chair okay You're, I guess your chair Steve you didn't show up for a week so your chair got repossessed I guess <laughs> Oh yeah, you know, Catherine's creations always getting in there and stealing that extra chair. Yeah, because like when I, yeah. I had my foot up on 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 the third chair in here, I was all comfortable. Uh-huh. Then I like pointed Mike to sit down, and I'm like, oh. it's like there's no chair. And I'm like, oh well, look at that. Your chair <laughs> did get actually repossessed. And you're loud as shit. You need to turn your volume down. Do what? So you're loud as shit. Well, your volume level is where Steve's volume level. Let me turn your volume down to where Steve's normally where or to you, where yours is. So where's Mike sitting? Is he sitting in his seat or my seat? I'm in he's the sitting COVID in, chair. He's sitting in his seat, your At my microphone position. Oh yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Oh my god, he just licked your microphone. Now is his is his mic on? It doesn't I don't sound feel like his like mic's it. on. It's not on at all. Yeah, it's on. Well, you can't hear me very well. That's because really? I had a game talking right into it. But I got to turn okay. it up just a little bit. I was going to say, yeah, we're not hearing old Mike very well. There you go. <laughs> Somebody go kick Nugget. Uh, he'll fucking pass back out in about 12 to 13 seconds. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah he's Mike. real mad. We're still, we, we still don't have Mike. Did you turn nope. up the wrong one? Did no. you gain up the wrong mic? Nope. I don't hear me in my headset. Yeah. All we hear is Mike Jesus. and Jesus. God, are you turning you up? You're- <laughs> oh my no, I'm God. I'm clearly turning damn. yours up. How about now? Oh, You're just making everyone poor, else louder, but I still don't hear me. Poor Mike. <laughs> I'm already having a shitty day. Let's just fuck with me some more. Studio complications. How about uh, now? 
Can you hear me now? Oh, now I can hear me. So your gain levels oh, really? on your microphone are like a point higher than the rest of ours normally. So maybe it's just your voice. I don't Do know. I sound normal to you now, though? Yeah. Okay. Well, I, we'll see. You're still quiet on my end. Really? I don't know. Now I can at Both least hear me. You're still quiet on my end. Well, fuck you then. Christ huh. almighty. I mean, I can always turn him up later as long as we're getting recording. Is his uh, meter showing that he's getting recorded? Yeah. Works fine. That's, Working real nice. That's the important part. As yeah. long as we have the audio, I can adjust it all in post. Yep. Yep. It's all doing Hi. things. Hi, Michael. Mm-hmm. He's all butthurt. <laughs> I am butthurt. I drove to sound three fucking times today. Third time's a charm. That's uh, how it works. Third time's a charm. Like I was practically at Ian's house earlier, but I didn't stop uh, because we weren't podcasting, but now we are. Steve's stubborn. I don't understand. I must have missed somewhere where it said we're not podcasting. I suggested it. Mike agreed. You went rogue. And, and then I went called rogue. me. And then it transferred uh, yeah. over to a you and I conversation. That I wasn't yep. part of. And then Mike got hosed. Uh, so I'm just Mike. sitting at home drinking a beer. And it's like, why aren't you at the studio? I'm like, why would I be at the studio? Because we're recording a podcast well, that I know you're going to be in. I wish I'd known that. Yeah. I could have been here in three minutes <laughs> instead of an hour and a half But later. you're here now. He's getting uh, his, it's yeah. wonderful. He's getting his pen out. He's about to write a bunch of things down. Right. About how he's, <laughs> his two-week resignation letter. And <laughs> to whom it may concern. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with this shit. F this. F uh, that. F it all. Um, so we were about to talk about, what did you want to talk about? Trailers or razors first? Uh, oh, we can talk razors. about when you want. All the razors. Yeah. Let's get, the, let's get the razor out of the, cause let's get the razor stuff out of the, uh, out of the way. Um, so give the people, the turbo golf cart information that they need. I got the seven minute race discount from, uh, Frode anonymous from Jacob. That was awful, yes. awful nice of him to give me the little, and I literally don't mean like seven minute race discount. Haha. No, the discount code on the invoice was seven minute race <laughs> discount. And I was like, that's funny. Um, so I got that. I got the control arms. I went with the super ATV high clearance, one and a half inch forward, uh, upper and lower control arms. So I got all those. Got the Super ATV Rhino 2.0 axle, only one, so I'll just upgrade the other ones as I break them. Um, got that from ORA. He's like, yeah, it'll be, I think I ordered it Wednesday. And then he's like, well, it'll be there Friday. And I was like, well, that's kind of quick. Thursday, I come home, there's a pile of parts on the porch. So I was like, wow. Literally, oh, like next quick. day. Yeah, it was kind of awesome. impressive. So... Make sure if you need Super ATV parts, Jacob with ORA is a Super ATV dealer. So look your shit up, hit him up. And then literally, I don't know what he does, but like Super ATV is always usually quick. But like that was some next day shipping shit that I know I didn't pay for. So are they close by? I don't actually know. They're <laughs> across the street or something. That'd be right. Kind of That's funny. your next door neighbor. Um, <laughs> I don't actually know where they're out of. Let me Google it. Um, oh, they're out of Madison, Indiana. So that would explain that, that. would explain the quickness. I like it. Right. So anyway, make sure you hit up Offroad Anonymous if you need Super ATV stuff because he is a dealer. Um, so got the lowers put on and the, or, well, I only did the driver's side right now, but I got the lower put in. That was no problem. There was nothing was tweaked or bent or 
foobard there. The upper, the front mount was fine. The rear mount on the upper, it was like the arm pushed down and back. And what's odd, every tab on every like mount tab for your upper and lower control arm mounts are double shear on this razor, except for your upper rear front mount, because there's two mounts for each end of the arm. So the rear of the upper mount is a normal tab and then it's gusseted and then you know plated back into the frame the front one is literally just a fucking tab so it took that front tab and bent it down and back and the back is no problem because you just whack the shit out with a hammer and then i use the uh porta power between the floor and that tab to kind of push it back up to where it was lined up but that tab has now been tweaked down and now pushed back up Right. And for whatever reason, that is the only tab on all of those mounting points that are not, it's not gusseted, it's not double shear, it's nothing. Seems like a piss poor design to me. So what's your plan? Are you going to gusset it or are you going to reinforce it or what? I went through my little box of, I have like this box of just random tabs and gussets and shit that I acquire. I'll just buy extra and have on hand. Um, And I found some nice little triangle gussets I'm going to, because the frame it like runs per or perpendicular, I guess. So it's like a T, but there's just nothing. So I can put a nice triangle gusset in there, um, weld that up, and not have a problem uh, with that again. Hopefully, hopefully. But uh, yeah, so I'm gonna weld that up. So then I was talking to Jacob about because he's running the factory lower chassis. I mean, like everything from basically the chassis plate with the you know controller mounts up is all custom on his, but. He was looking at his and he had a bunch of uh, like weld washers and stuff welded in and gusseted it up off his front bumper. And he's like, I don't know why I didn't gusset that one, but I see what you're talking about, about it being just a shingle, a single tab. Um, so I don't know. Just seems like a bad design to me, but I'm not an engineer. So here we are. But anyway, got it bolted on, got all that back on. So the front suspension on the driver's side's all back together. Um, I got my steering, not my steering, my sway bar link yesterday, Sunday, yesterday. Um, I haven't put that on yet. And then today I just got the steering tie rod boot to replace the torn one. I got two. So I'll slide that on and be done. Then comes the frame being tweaked back about three quarters of an inch. So I think we talked about this a little bit last week. But I think right. that was before you got on, Mike. Yeah, I probably don't know anything but about it. The A pillar got hit square, like it missed the front and it hit the A pillar, took that A pillar and tweaked it back and pushed the bar that kind of runs like your lower A pillar runs down to the chassis. It pushed that down and that's where it bent because they have like a it's a dead node on that tube. And then the lower rail runs below that. It's just kind of a shitty design. But so, so what do you do? So I took said porta power and sat out there and kind of thought about figured out which way you would have to push what to get it to, to go the same way. And basically what I've come up with is you have to figure out which way you hit the tree and it pushed on that 
tube because you essentially have to push it the opposite direction. So I know we were going into the tree like towards the left. So it was a pretty straight shot on that A pillar straight back and down. So I went off the back B pillar, which was gusseted in all the way across, like kind of on a angle to that A pillar bar directly and just pressed on that. And it actually, I mean, it was shockingly moved, I don't know, easier. I don't know how much force I was putting on it with this porta power, but it was enough to make you like cover your nuts kind of a thing. <laughs> kind of like when you use a press, you kind of start turning away, like right, right. on that press handle. You're like, ooh. Um, but then, so I get it bent back to where, because I have the cage just hanging there on ratchet straps from the, the roof in the garage. So I can see where it needs to be lined up. And I also had gotten the inner door. Uh, a new inner door frame. So I transferred the latch mechanism over and adjusted that door all the way back. So that way, like I would know how far I needed to move it. Um, And then if you ideally could get it to go a little bit more than that, you could then slide that door forward because you have some like forward and backwards adjustment on the door. I was just going to be happy if it got to it, period, let alone having. Oh, yeah. I'd like to adjust my door after tweaking my fucking frame. Like, be (laughs) awesome. So I start going and uh, a pillar lines up door starts opening and shutting or like you can open and shut the door perfectly fine. And I was like, okay, well, I know enough from like bending tube that you're going to have some kind of spring back. The problem is when you bend a piece of inch and three quarter, one twenty wall tube, you can measure the spring back based on a degree on a bender. And then you can calculate that on your previous or, you know, next bend. So you're like, no, I'm like, what's the spring back on the pushing on the A pillar from the B (laughs) pillar on a razor chassis? I don't fucking know. So I went probably about five eighths to three quarters of an inch past where I needed to go and then just let it off. And like, let's just see what happens. Open the door or go to shut the door and the door doesn't shut. I was like, oh, fuck. (laughs) No spring back. Here's the thing. Um, I forgot that I set that door all the way back. So I was like, "Uh uh-huh. So I adjusted that door looking off the other side. It was about right in the middle. So I put it there, pushed that door shut. And it just, I mean, it was like fucking symphony music going off because that door just latched (laughs) perfectly. You can open that door, open and shut like one finger. Beautiful. A pillar. You could just like slide the bolt through the cage. Wow. Perfect. So the moral of the story is if you have a razor, you need a port of power. You need a port of power. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to have to borrow this from the shop now because I need this. So then my other plan is now to go between those two bars on the lower A pillar and put a big triangle like fucking gusset in there because that frame is obviously that that one bar has pushed down and now it's back straight. But I'm just going to gusset the fuck out of it. And you'll find the next weak point. Yeah. And the (laughs) the thing is, I've kind of come to the, like, I'm like, oh, this is a shitty fucking design. Why would you run a dead tube right there? The whole point with tube is you run that all the way down to the bar. That energy goes through that bar. It absorbs it and pushes it farther through the chassis. However, when you think of it and how it should be versus a production side by side, it makes sense. Like... Yep. Polaris side of things, their job with that chassis is a one time protect me from tackling a tree and be able to walk away. And like, 
absorb that energy. So it's got the essentially it's like a crumple zone in a fucking car. That makes sense. That like it's designed to fold and take that energy and absorb it so that the passenger can just walk away. They don't give a mm-hmm. shit about the frame being tweaked after you hit a tree. It's a very valid point. It'd be like if we complained about cars and trucks being like, well, I got an accident and the front end fucking crumbled. It's like, yeah. well, it's, it's, it's supposed to. It's designed to. <laughs> so I kind of had that like, I was I, I was kind of like, well, that's a fucking stupid idea. You know, why would you design a chassis like that? And I'm like, they designed the chassis like that so that you can walk away from it one time. Mm-hmm. They don't give a shit about you. Like to them. It's a throwaway machine. You hit a tree. Mm -hmm. That's what you have insurance for. You total it out. They replace the chassis, whatever. Move on. To me, I'm like, fuck all that. Like, why is my fucking machine broke? But I walked away from it. So when you think about it from that, it's kind of just an interesting concept. Yeah, because what if nothing gave? How much more beat up would you be? Well, and that's what you look at how it comes factory. Non-suspension seat, regular car style seat belt. Um, no head and neck restraint, no helmet, you know, so they assume that you're going to wear the bare minimum. You're going to wear a t-shirt and Crocs (laughs) and go riding and hopefully wear your seatbelt. You know, you're, they're not planning on me running five point harnesses, head and neck restraint, helmet, you know, all this extra shit. That's a good point. And so for me, I'm like, well, that wasn't a bad hit, but I guarantee you, if we weren't wearing all that extra stuff, you would have felt it. Oh, yeah. I mean, if it's enough oh, to move that yeah. frame three quarters of an inch, inch, it was a solid hit. But without having the five point harnesses, oh yeah, it would have it would have hurt a little bit. I think. Oh yeah. Um, Damn. So that's I don't know. I came to that like I was kind of mad, and I was like, "Who's the stupid chassis?" Like I'm like, "Well, hindsight, <laughs> it, it kind of is, but it's designed to be." So it's not a race right, car. You're making it yeah. a race car. I'm just gonna have to keep plating well, shit up and let her ride. Like he said with Polaris, like their job is to make sure that it crumples instead of throwing you through the windshield, yeah. you know, it's essentially. De- it's designed to wreck good one time yeah. and you walk away. And after that, like the, right. the car did its job. You got in a front end accident, crumple zone, airbags, all that. Yep. Totaled out car. Sur- mm-hmm. You survive. Move on. And I'm like, yep. it's very interesting because yep, exactly. you think of it as like a toy, whereas like hindsight, it's, you know, it's a production vehicle. That's a valid point. Right. It's just interesting. So I had all those thoughts so, of Zen while I was right. you know, porta powering my fucking razor chassis back together. But moral of the story <laughs> is it's all back together. I need to weld in a couple gussets. I'm going to gusset the upper control arm mount on the other side, but I'm not going to fuck with the A pillar because I don't feel like it's justified until you fuck it up. So um, that's all done. I need to, my intercooler is supposed to be here Thursday. I think so. I need to change that out. Then I can put all the plastic back on and make it look like a razor again. And then we should be good to go. Hopefully good to go. Right. Nice. That's all I got. Nice. Well, so, yeah. made progress. Oh, I was pretty right. excited when those arms and I had that little bit of arm, you know, that one tab. I'm like, I can work with this. It wasn't like, you know, you start putting that, you put that. I just had like horish nightmares of like, you put this arm up there and it's like not even close <laughs> to like where it's supposed to go. And you're like, <laughs> oh God, you know, like what gets junk then. So of course I'd already priced out that you, cause that front, you can do the front piece of chassis. It's from about where you're. I don't know. It's probably about where your thigh is when you sit in the seat forward. 
you can replace that all as one. And it's like $2,000. And Jesus I'm like, oh Christ. my God. Yeah. Cause I was like, oh, cool. You can buy that. How about $2,000? Like, no, thank you. So, yeah. Oof. I don't know what, I don't even know what you do at that point. I guess you'd call your insurance right. and total it, but I don't want to do that. Do you either. have full coverage on the Razor? Mm hmm. So how does that work? Like if you literally total it and they're just like, all right, here it's literally like, a, cause I called the insurance company and was like, I want insurance, but I don't, I, I don't know how this works. Cause I've never had an off-road rig that's insurable. Right. Um, so I want, if somebody steals it, I want a new one. If the fucking house burns down, I want a new one. Other than that, I don't give a shit. Cause I'm going to go fuck this thing up. And the, uh, the lady's like, <laughs> yeah, that's not how that works. And I'm like, okay. So how about you tell me how it works then? And she goes, well, it's literally just like a car you have, you know, I don't even know the numbers off my head. You have a X amount of dollar deductible. You can up that from like a, you know, $500 with, I think I have a thousand dollar deductible. Cause I'm like, it's a very rare chance. I'm going to wow. call you and say, this thing's fucked. Um, so wait, you have like, there's like comprehensive, yep. there's collision, like all yep. that shit. So you, you know how you go through and you pick your deductible and obviously your price varies based yeah. on that a little bit. Then you go and you're like, what do you want? coverage limit wise like $250,000 a comp or all you know all this crap and they're like we literally just took your truck insurance policy and just gave you the same coverage terms as what your truck because I I have a little bit higher than like what state minimum would be as far as like coverage limits so they're like well we just move that over we can move those numbers down or up or whatever you would like to do it's literally like if I run you over with my razor my insurance, it's like I fucking just hit you with a car. That's fucking weird. So I don't really. I mean, yes, I get it. It's just weird. I just don't know, like, so right. off road. And I'm sure there's some stipulation about like racing, but like if you're over at the Badlands just having a good time and you just taco this fucker and it's junk, I assume you just call your insurance company. It's like, yo, I fucked up. And they're like, send out an adjuster or you, I don't know. You pay send your, it to the body yeah. shop and they'll you, port power yeah, it. You, you pay a thousand dollar deductible and they write up this. Well, yeah, well, it needs a $2,000 frame, needs fucking a mm-hmm. couple hundred dollars in control arms, all this shit. It's totaled. It's weird to even think that that is a thing. Like uh, you're going to the body shop, you like tow your razor there and the yeah. estimator comes out. He's like, I know how to do this too. Yep. And you're like, really? And he's like, like, sure do. Fuck you go to like Polaris training school. You know what <laughs> right. I mean? Like, like, how do they somebody know how to do has that? to learn how to do it, but That's weird. it's literally no different than a car. Okay. So will it be the same if you like a it's dirt wild. bike or an ATV or is it specific to like I side don't by know. sides? That's I've just never, so weird. I've never had an off-road toy that I put insurance on. Until now. Until now. And all That's I was worried else. about is like if somebody steals it out of my garage, well, sure, yeah. I would just like another one. Or if the house burns down, I'd like another <laughs> so one. So just to be clear, you could have like just got one. liability where it literally is just like, oh, no, I guess that wouldn't be a liability. That'd be at least comprehensive to where somebody steals it. Yep. That's so weird. It's It blew my mind. Okay. And, it, and it's so not that expensive, which is the weird thing, because you're like, so I can total this out, call you up, pay a thousand bucks. Gap insurance covers whatever else is, you know, it covers up to, I think it was $5,000 worth of aftermarket stuff. Damn. Um, and it's like, I just get I just get another one. Like, pretty much. It seems a little too good to be true. It's weird because it's something right. that you plan to go out and like destroy. Whereas like, yeah. you don't plan to destroy your like Ford Contour. No, I don't want to go total my daily out, you know, like so <laughs> right. I, I just, it's weird to me, but. I'm going to go roll this thing seven times down a hill. So I'm sorry, I'm freaking yeah. out. Um, 
So yeah, so you can get full coverage on your int- on your fucking Saba side, I guess. Does it have a seventeen digit VIN mm-hmm. number? Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, I don't know if it's seventeen. I'm gonna assume it's seventeen. It's well, got why a would long it be any other VIN right, number. Yeah. yeah. Because they literally, they just ask for the VIN number and then like, oh, it's a 2021 Polaris XP Turbo Grey Ghost color. And I'm like, yeah, that's kind of weird. Wow. The whole thing seems weird to me, but it's good information to have. I mean, for anyone that's got a side by side, they might not know. You might just buy one and just go play with it. Yep. I mean, if you bought a dirt, if I bought a dirt bike today, I wouldn't go call my insurance company. I'd just go fucking jump shit. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't even think about it. Here's the interesting thing I found out. If you, because like, if you go to the dealership and buy a car or a truck. You are required to have full coverage because of the lending institution requires you to have coverage. If you're not paying cash, yes, you have to have full coverage. Not the case on side-by-sides. That's weird. It's dangerous is what it is. Well, yeah, because you could just have no insurance on it. You could go total it out, wad it up. And, and then be like, sorry, I'm not going to pay for this anymore. And they're yeah. like, but you should. And you're like, nah. Yeah. And then you just default on that <laughs> loan. I mean, granted, your credit goes to shit, oh, but also it'd be bad sucks for them. Yeah. So, yeah, wow. uh, you can you have that option because I was like, do I have to have insurance thinking it was like a car? I was like, do you have to get insurance on this if you finance any of this? And they're like, nope. See this page right here. It's like a fucking full page about how you're responsible for this loan regardless of condition of the vehicle and all that and i'm like oh boy but i mean that's just true either way if for some i mean like it's true either way it's just you get the insurance on the car because you have to yeah but it's weird that it's not required yeah like you can't go to the buy a seventy thousand dollar pickup and not have insurance on it because the loan company is like Nope, you have to have insurance. Yeah, absolutely. It's required. I don't know if it's required by law or just by the loan company, but it's definitely required. It's probably required by them. I mean, obviously, insurance is like a law requirement. Sure, sure. But but you could go get liability. Yeah, yeah. So that's what that's what intrigued me about it is like the insurance coverage is like a car, but you don't even have to fucking have insurance. So it's all very odd. It's it's an it's weird, but I think it's still so new and all that that I think they don't necessarily you you know what I mean like. Something has to change here in the next few years, I would think, because let's be honest, I spent a thousand bucks fixing that. I could have called my insurance company, totaled it out for a thousand dollars. And then what they just rate, I guess they could just raise your rates a, a fuckload to where you don't want to have insurance again, I guess. But I suppose they could or with, or they may have fixed yeah. it. Maybe you wouldn't have had to fix it. Maybe it would yeah. go to the razor body the, shop. The, I, I don't know who these people are that like, you know what I mean? Direct like, razors. Yeah. But oh, you just see a lot on like the Internet when I was looking for like, I'm going to buy a wrecked one used. You see a lot of like 2020 and 2021 razors that have 12 miles on them that are like some guy rolled it down a fucking cliff or something. And it's like tacoed i get it now yeah so like do they just oh that frames four thousand dollars it's total the insurance buys it back and then they just sell it to sell it at auction anyone for fifteen thousand dollars because somebody wants to buy it for the the drivetrain i just it's, it's weird. a weird market it's very weird but i think it's all evolving as it becomes more popular but it's just weird because there's this middle ground you know you used to just have like toys like atvs dirt yep. bikes whatever and and you had cars and trucks and now all of a sudden there's this weird middle thing that's like the size of a car and costs more than a car yep but it's an off-road only vehicle and it's like what do we do with you yeah Should have we'll, pro- we'll profit on your on no, we'll your definitely. desires what do we do profit <laughs> <Right>. profit <laughs> Um, it should definitely it should definitely have plates like they should be playable in the state of Illinois. 
They are in some states. Just put some turn signals right. on that bitch. Yeah. You're good to go. Turn it in. I mean, I'm saying the the it's Rangers. Yeah, the Rangers that we get for work. They're the Polaris Ranger. Like it's like their commercial line. It's is it's a fucking Polaris Ranger. Um, but right. they the windshield. It's a glass DOT. Like it's a fucking car window in this cab. Wow. It's, so it's like, like laminate glass and everything. Laminate yeah. has the DOT stamp on there. Like I mean, it's a DOT certified glass window wow but mm-hmm. like i don't see why you couldn't get that seat belt you don't have airbags is the only thing yeah but i guess that's a good point i mean i don't know what do you do i just don't see why you even need that like as long as you're wearing glasses uh, how is it any different than riding a motorcycle i agree that's completely. a good point you know what i'm saying yeah you're yep. not required to have airbags on your motorcycle yep. yet nor turn signals <laughs> like it's a fucking cushion it's like a life raft that just pops out and you just hopefully land in the lifeboat that'd be amazing <laughs> god so yeah, I'm just so, saying like, isn't it weird how we have like these certain laws for like not like oh well it's got doors and seats so it's different than a motorcycle like yeah. it needs to have it needs to have airbags like what no motorcycles don't have airbags yep. why does why does a different vehicle have to have airbags because not Motors- not profit that's why motorcycles that's have ejector it. seats that's about it <laughs> that's it <laughs> yeah. seat but you just assume you just assume the risk when you're you know when you're on a motorcycle. Yes. Uh, uh, so that's stupid. all I got on Razor stuff, which is nice because it's all going back together. It still yeah, looks like awesome. crap because it has no plastic from about the door forward. So it looks goofy, but yeah. it all bolts on. So that's the key. It's awesome. Um, so, yeah, I was Good very, very relieved with that. So did you guys watch uh, this week, this past week? Did you guys watch Jeremy? redo his trailer um i I saw the picture yeah i saw a photo of it with two axles under it and i made the comment that it had five thousand pound axles and he claims they're six thousand pound axles however they are six lugs so i don't know how that works it's all on the hub well six is five thousand in it theoretically i don't know the problem is when i and this is i let me preface this with saying i am not a fucking expert here this is when i was looking at a new trailer like Three or four or five years ago, I was specking out a 24 foot enclosed trailer and I was wanting to haul. I don't even know what the fuck I had at the time, but I was looking at axles. Yep. So you can get a 5,200 pound axle and you're mm-hmm. like, okay, six lug. Yep. Six lug cut. And you're yep. like, okay, what if I want 7,000 pound axles? But then you would start eight to lug. find, yeah, they would go to eight lug. Yep. You yeah. would start to find 6,400 pound axles. I think it was, it was a 62 or 64, oh, weird. something weird. And you're like, what the fuck's the difference? Never heard because of those. Because they were six lug. Okay. So you're like, well, how in the hell? Because I've always known, like, beginning of time, six lug or eight lug trailer at hub. That, that was it. So, it, was, it was one or the other. Or five lug if you want to go. Yeah, if you want to go like axles trailer or, or boat trailer or yeah, small right. utility. But or your yeah. trailer. My trailer. Does it have five lugs? <laughs> Your got, trailer's five lugs. So it I'm looking be. right here on. It's uh, only got 3,500 pound axles in it. I know, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It hauls right. fucking razor like a butte champ. <laughs> um, uh, so that was I'm my always thing. Are you looking it up? Yeah, I'm on uh, the trailer parts outlet and they sell a TK, which is like the, like your. Uh, TK trailer axles are like your Dexter, I don't want to call it a knockoff, but it's like your alternative. Mm-hmm. Just a so, cheaper version, I'm assuming. High quality, better, like lower price. So yep. it's an arched 6,000 pound axle, six lugs, electric brake, 600 bucks a piece. 
So what makes yeah, that hub a six thousand hub versus a five? It's got to be something with bearing sizes. Yeah, it's got yep. something's got to be bigger because yeah. the six lug itself is the same. It's still six on five and a half. Yep. I assume. Yep. It just says like this one here is like fifty two hundred pound bearing capacity or capacity bearing. Yep. Was like bought with this axle. Like it's just a oh, different. You know what? It's a no, different. No, I think it's the tube bearing. diameter. I think the tube diameter is part of it. And it very well may be. I don't Maybe know. Maybe it's just tiny, but bigger. Makes the six. Maybe it's the same hub with a bigger tube. It's got Maybe. half inch studs, and it has uh, twelve by two brakes. Hmm. Could be the brakes are a little bigger. I mean, who knows? And it has a three. And it has a three thousand uh, or a three inch tube. Yeah. So this here says internal components um, has the fifty two hundred to six thousand uh, capacity bearing kit. So it's actually yeah, it's a bearing kit. Hmm. It's a difference in bearing, apparently. The, what I've learned when I was pricing this trailer out and trying to spec one out and all this was mm-hmm. you'd find a lot of trailer manufacturers would put a bigger trailer on smaller axles. And I'm assuming yeah. it's to save money. Like you would find a bigger yeah. trailer on like six lug axles and you'd be like, wait a second. If you load that trailer <laughs> out to capacity, those trailer axles are overloaded. Like the trailer chassis will hold the weight. Like it's literally like a 14,000 pound trailer that had 10,000 pounds worth of axle under it. Yeah. Weird. Because it drops the price down. I mean, I guess. Well, like, and how many people do you know that have a trailer that really look at how much weight's on it. Mo- majority of the people yeah. are, I want a car hauler. D- dude, you're hauling a fucking well, we dually diesel on your car hauler. And you're <laughs> right? like, no shit. It's going down the highway. Does it all the time. Once yep. in a while, something fucking tire or hub falls off. And you're like, no shit. It's overloaded. But yeah. the majority of the population doesn't give a fuck. That's a good Mike point. And I That's saw that why I think Kansas. they make that extra that extra dollars, right, Mike? Hmm? What's that? We 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 saw that firsthand when we were at KC. Oh yeah, at the when we picked the vans up. <laughs> oh yeah, gosh, let's put this one ton van on this little trailer. It was a three quarter ton van, and it was on the back oh, of a man. like a fifteen a foot, foot or sixteen foot short. trailer, and like the whole van's like eighteen <laughs> foot long, and yeah, yes. There's so little tongue weight that when we when he loaded it, it picked the back oh. end of the truck like two feet oh, off the fucking Lord. ground. Oh, like yeah. completely lifted that rear axle off the ground. But and see, it was on, he's the, the majority like, of the trailer buyers right there. Yeah, well, it was on. It was his dad's trailer. They had it for like 20 years. Yep. It was like ancient. Bad, wood was fall, completely rotten. Holes in the yeah. overloaded had every a, time it's been used. <laughs> had truck tires on. Didn't even have like trailer had tires. Truck at tires. All. Yeah. That's the worst part right there. I'm like, oh, everything about it was sketchy. And then it was undrivable when they drove home. Yeah, they couldn't they use the trailer. The at all. Yeah, they had to drive the van home. Yep. Which I guess works, I guess. Fortunately, uh, since he got it started, say, he didn't have another option. So thank God it worked so, out. So my the trailer that I use is my dad's trailer, and it has it's a um it's like a budget, it's like a bargain trailer that you would that you buy down in like Sykeston, Missouri, where all the trailer manufacturers are at. And we we looked up the other day. Dad was going to call them and ask them about the whole spring deal, like the springs, the axle being so close to the frame, and. uh I look up their website and they don't even make car trailers anymore. The only thing they make now are head carriers for like combines. Hmm. That's the only thing they make. They dabbled and in it like, and made oh, some money. That's and interesting. Took off running. <laughs> they yep. were like, oh, we yeah, made these real bad. Somebody, somebody showed up and said they needed a head car, you know, a, 
uh, head cart. They made one. They're like, we made a lot of profit on that. We should start making more of these. We should make more. Right. <laughs> Seems to work. So yeah. nonetheless, the trailer, the trailer is like a 2001. <clears throat> That's older. newer than I expected. Like that. Huh? Newer than you expected? Yeah. I was expecting you to really? say like mid nineties or something. No, no. So like it's a, it's a 2001 or 2002. I mean, 2000 uh, like, is 20, it's still years, 20 old, years old. So, but. Right. It's still a 19 year old trailer. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I think it's just, you know, it just was, it's a bargain. You know, they, they cut every corner they could building it and, uh, some kind of like putting it back together making it a little bit better than it was. So my plan is to go through and change a few things, but like, obviously already did the wiring. Want to do the paint. The floor needs, the wood needs replaced in the floor for the fucking third or fourth time. Um, you treat that deck. We've already done it. I think we've already done it twice. Not enough. Huh? Said not enough. Not enough what? A treat. Of treat? Not enough treat. You said you've done it twice. I'm like, clearly that's not enough. You need to do it like more than that. No, no, we no, we've replaced the deck twice. Oh, replaced it. Oh wow. shit. I was yeah. just saying treat the deck every yeah. couple of years. Don't worry about no. replacing it. What do you guys treat the deck with? I don't know. Linseed oil is not what the, the kids are using these days. I've I've heard of people using it. I've never treated a wood deck because mine's metal. But yeah, I've heard of people using old motor oil. I have read a lot right. that people like doing that. I think I'm going to use the right stuff, though. But the right stuff's like two hundred dollars yeah. and use motor oils free ninety mm. nine. Yeah, so. But like, wouldn't it turn your wood like black? <laughs> slippery. Uh, yeah. Like, like, for, a while, like slippery and, for a little while. Yeah, like, but then lay it on it becomes fine. I guess like, I don't want to lay on it. Really? That's what you like, have to huh. talk to the Internet about that one. I have to. Yeah. What we'll to consult with the Internet? Because I don't like, yeah, how do you put used motor oil on your wood and then lay on it later? Like, because I lay on my wood when I'm like strapping my shit down. That's, That's a good I'm point. Doing. You don't want to be covered in oil. That's why I, I mean, love my preferably. steel deck trailer because <laughs> I don't have to worry about wood. That's an option. I mean, I can put a steel deck on it. I just don't That's want true. To. That, that trailer. If I put a steel deck on that thing, do you think the steel deck's heavier than the wood deck? No, I think it's lighter. You think so? Yeah. Thinner. Wood is pretty dense. It's only a Wood's three six. Dense. I think it's if it's even a three sixteenth. I bet it's thinner Dude, than three sixteenths thick. I bet yeah, it's probably I bet it's thin. You're probably right. But you had to put a. But you had to put all the uh, framing underneath of it. To uh, that. It doesn't have as many much as you would think. I don't think, to be really? honest with you. Um, wow. And then, I mean, but you think about the like a a board. It's going to get wet. It's going to get heavy when it gets wet. Um, yeah. I, I just, I don't know. I, I, I honestly would have to bet you that I think a steel deck trailer, I mean, right. comparable, like a car hauler. I'm not talking about some like, holy shit, like super gooseneck, whatever the fuck you could come up with. I'm sure there are heavy steel <laughs> deck trailers out there, but like yeah. simple car hauler that has a steel deck, I bet is, is lighter. I know that trailer I have is light. And I think that's why so it like, pulls so good. I'm fixing up this trailer and making it, making it nice again. And like, I was going to go take it down and have it powder coated, like have it sandblasted and powder coated. I was, I mean, that's the right way to do yeah, it. Yeah. I was going to do that um, with mine too. And I've chickened out with my wallet. Yeah. Your wallet just yeah. cheap. I mean, not as cheap as like spraying paint on it, but still not expensive. No, it like was 500 bucks. It wasn't bad. It was just one of those, like you could buy, I think what I ended up doing was using just black rust oleum and then thinned it out and right. sprayed it with a Harbor Freight HVLP gun for like, you know, Probably 50, you 50 bucks, for bucks if, you know, if right. that, and, and it's so that, yeah, I just went the cheap route and the hindsight, nice thing about, 
powder coat yeah. would have been way better because now it's already, you know, I mean, it's probably two years old, maybe three. And it's it's starting to see like rock chips and wear where I mean, prep was hot yeah. water, pressure wash, dean grease and fucking send <laughs> it, you know. So for what it was, it wasn't bad. But you're right that powder coating is the right. right way to do it. The powder coating would be the way to do it. But let's be honest, like for a re- for something you're going to use for off road like that, like if you powder coat it every time you make a modification of the trailer, you have to like paint it and it's not yeah. going to match the powder coat. Welcome to my Polaris so, razor chassis. Now I'm like, <laughs> right? how do I re powder coat this after I weld on it? I'm like, you paint. don't, you paint, you just paint it. Yes. Yep. Um, and that's like, I'm going to, I was thinking about powder coating it, but now I'm like, after seeing Jeremy redo his, I'm like, Pah. like it looks pretty damn good for just throwing some paint on it. Yeah. And let's be so honest. I, if you did that, what, Two or three, every every two or three years or so. Yeah, I, I like, think I think you're on the right track. It'll stay nice for a long time, right? Um, so yeah, my plan is with that trailer is just to, I'm I'm trying to get it nice enough to where I can tow it around. So right now the big thing is uh, getting those springs <laughs> set up so that it doesn't bottom out because mm-hmm. that is annoying. Yes, um, and I think it's been that way its entire life. Probably has. Yeah. And so I don't know if I'm going to do an axle flip or if I'm just going to do like a lift kit. I'm thinking about a lift kit because um, I think an axle flip is going to be too much. It's going to look a little, it might look a little silly. I don't know. Um, I, I think, think it will because I'll have to go back and see. I'm sure I have a picture of yeah. mine with the OEM fenders on it after oh, yeah, doing lift. the lift kit. Uh huh. And, um, but I mean, as far right. as ease of doing it, you got electric right. brakes, correct? Yeah. Yeah. It's literally like I just cut the wires and mm-hmm. then um pulled the axle. I mean, you just knock the U-bolts out, pull the axles out, took them in the uh-huh. garage. I left the old spring perches on it, welded the new ones on, put it back oh, really? in there. You welded new perches to it. Oh, well, yeah. Your, are, are your axles bent, though? I don't know. Like, are your axles arched? I don't know. Okay. So, like, my axles don't have any arch to them, so... Uh, I could literally just unbolt the four bolt hubs. Yep. Flip, just rotate the axle 180 degrees and bolt the hubs back on. Oh, well, that seems like nope. a no perch, no changing of perches or anything. And then the front ones are even easier than that because the front ones don't have axle or don't have brakes or no, the rear axle doesn't have brakes. So, so like the rear axle is literally just pull it out, like unbolt the leaf spring, rotate it, yeah, put it back in. So <laughs> is you, it a dovetail? Uh, it is not. So the only thing I'd consider is, are you using this just for a Jeep or cars to or like mower or something mowers like or just anything so, that you need that extra clearance? Right. Well, dad's got a set of like 10 foot aluminum ramps. Good Lord. That's a long so, ramp. Yes. We can get anything we want on that trailer. So do it. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. It's so like, that's my thought. My dad was like, oh man, if you do it, if you lift it up that much, it's going to really look funny in those fenders, you know? And I was like, well, we'll lift it. And then when we put the new fenders on, we'll drop the fenders. Yeah, that's what I did with Absolutely. mine because I just yeah. put new fenders on. And then I just I, I, I didn't drop them as low as they were because I just measured from like uh-huh. the top of the tire <clears throat> to the opening. I did not drop them as far as they used to be because I always thought they rode a little close. Like you'd stick your hand mm-hmm. up on that tire and you'd be yeah. like, oh, man, that's kind of like if it'll ride, but it'll rub, too. At the same time, mm-hmm. you're like, Ew. So I left it, about, I kind of, I don't know about split the difference, but it's, it's definitely higher than like a normal car haul trailer. Right. But I don't my think other it option, looks bad now. My other option is, so on that trailer, they stopped the lower, um, so like the part that's the tongue, 
mm-hmm. like where the tongue is all that, you know, that goes underneath the frame. They stopped that right, like right before the fender starts um, or like right where the fender starts. So it's like, there's this point where like the trailer, that's like the, I guess I would call it the fulcrum. Hmm. So like anytime you put load on the back of the trailer, that's the weak point because now it's pulling. That's where everything's like in half. Yeah. It's so my thought was, yeah, right. And, and I've bent it. I've bent that trailer. Oh God. Um, yeah. Yep. Bent that. It's like a, what the fuck is it? It's L channel. The top piece is L channel. And I think it is two by four L channel. So you've bent the trailer frame. Yes. I bent it by having it hooked to the back of my truck and trying to pull my Jeep up on it with no blocks in the back of it. So it tried to lift. How did you unbend it? uh, Dad, what did we do? Put a load of rock in the skid steer, pulled that up on the trailer and like as you rolled forward, it straightened it back out. Wow. Because so now it's, it's got so a bow in it. I'm not looking at Steve, obviously. We've covered that. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking at Mike and his face, I would assume, <laughs> looks about like mine. Of like, bro, you've bent the trailer. We've bent, bent the, trailer the trailer frame back. What you yep. should take that to the scrapyard and yeah, start. Yeah, it's over. fine. It's fine. I, I don't feel like the word I just fine need to, applies there. I need to fish plate. I need to fish plate right where that's at. So that there's a gusset there, and yep. then I need to put an actual rail underneath of what that's there. So anyway, the reason I was telling you Mike's that brain is, is sliding down the wall. It used just trailers are not that expensive. <laughs> like I don't even know if I would waste my time. What do you say? Used trailers are not that expensive. I would just go buy a trailer that hasn't been bent and bent back twice. Oh, it's fine. I mean, it's been. If all you need to do now, is put something heavy on it, and it bends. That kind of tells I me it's time that it's done. Six years ago. It's probably six or eight years ago. Why do you want to say this trailer is so bad? Does it have sentimental value? It's not mine. Then just that's hand like it away and go get your own. <laughs> Let right. someone else deal with that bitch. That's, oh the, that's the plan. I just want to give my dad a nice trailer before I hand it back off and be well, like, okay, I think you're past that point. When the frame is well, re-straightened with a bucket full of rock and a skid steer, I don't think nice do qualifies. Fact. It works fine. Man, why are you guys hating on my fucking trailer? I'm just not oh, sure. I'm, I'm gonna, because it's not structurally sound I'm going to not follow you with the trailer. I'm going to lead the group with the trailer then. If, if I towed that trailer. I wish I had known this before. Yeah, yeah, and it was fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm towing a lawnmower. <laughs> huh? Towing a lawnmower. Oh, no, it's fine for the Jeep. Dad uses it for the skid steer. Um. Which weighs about the same as my Jeep. Well, the skid weighs about 5,200 pounds until you put a little rock on it. Um, but that's why I want to like, I want to go through and fix it up so that it hauls the skid steer better. Um, like I said, the trailer is fine in terms of like everything's, everything that's there is still good. It's not like it's rusted out or anything like that. It just has surface rust on it where the shit paint was at. And then where the paint's um, cracked, where the frames right. Been- Flex right there. Yes, in the middle. that it is. <laughs> it's not that okay. So let's okay. Th- it's a fucking car trailer. They're all built out of like goofy. Like it's not like they're. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there is no it's standard like it's a, quality with trailers. That's right. a fact. <laughs> and especially twenty years ago, there was definitely no standard. Um, and down in Sykeston, like every tra- trailer manufacturer, like somebody gets a job there, learns how to build trailers, and they're like, "Hmm, I can do this on my own." And they go start their own thing. They learn how to um, weld. That's it. And the, they take off the production line. And then they're like, yeah, 
Okay. Yeah. I, me, me and two other guys can do this. And they go start their own trailer manufacturing. Oh, but anyway, what I was going to say is what I want to do to do the lift kit. I was going to add a two by two underneath of the frame, like where that piece stops at from the, um, from the tongue where that stops at, add a piece of two by two square tube there. And then I'll weld the new spring mounts to the two by two. And then essentially, um, have like a, basically a C notch where the axle tubes at. So to lift the whole trailer two inches, but it will then make it have three inches of clearance between the frame and the axle tubes. And it'll also make the trailer more rigid. I mean, I guess the rigidity sounds thing, like a lot of work. It is a lot of work. Not really. Like jack, jack it up. Super easy. We got a bunch of 55 gallon drums at the shop. I'm just going to lift it up with a forklift, set the whole trailer on, on, uh, on oil drums. And then I'm just going to cut the axles out front of it. Weld in the square tube, weld the new axle tabs, like well, the, weld the new spring, um, spring mounts to the tube. And then, bolt everything back in hey speaking of projects that'll only take like five minutes how's that solid axle swap coming it's sitting on the side yeah, I, I knew you were going <laughs> like, that. he had the look he had the look the whole time like, I'm he's like gonna i'm gonna do it i'm, I'm gonna, gonna do it and then he did it and i was like oh, i saw that coming for like five minutes i'm gonna knock this out in a weekend oh, god <laughs> huh i said i'm gonna knock this out in a weekend yeah but not when i'm driving the truck Oh, I guess that's a good point. You have a no, bunch of vehicles. Don't, have, don't you have like four running vehicles or is it down to three now? Uh, I've got, how many do I have? I have four. See, you don't have to drive the truck. You have plenty of options. I was, I told Jess the other day I was going to go cut the roof off the KJ and then she re- politely reminded me that I was out of sawzall blades. Oh, how does your wife know how many <laughs> yeah, sawzall that's actually blades a very you good have? Point. How the hell Patty She's would like, never clue? Well, yeah. She was like, so you're just going to go grab the sawzall and just cut the roof off? I was like, Fuck, I don't have any blades for that. <laughs> but I thought about it. Just call your friends at the fire department and get the jaws of life. Oh, be a nice clean would, job that for you. Would be epic. The neighbor the neighbor's actually a volunteer and he could bring those out. What is that thing like, called? The saw that's not the jaws of life, it's a huge saw. Demolition saw? Is yeah, that it's called? Oh, demolition saw? Yep. Yeah, we talked about that. See bad Couldn't you, could you cut that roof off in like <laughs> under five minutes? Actually, oh, under five yeah. minutes? Oh yeah. Just I think for sure. You know, my dad's got at the at the shop. My dad's got a dual saw. The thing they came up with, uh, one of those firefighters came up with from them using, like when they can't get the jaws of life into somewhere, they use a circular saw. Yeah. And uh, this guy, they were doing that in like in New York or something like that, and they were using a circular saw to cut this car open, and the saw kicked back and killed one of his buddies. And so he came out with the dual saw that has two saw blades that go in opposing directions. So it just like. It just eats, but it has no kickback ever. That's an Pretty interesting cool. idea. I like that. Yeah. It I'd love to see works. one in action. Dad's got one at the shop. I can show it to you. Hmm. Okay. Well, you you the off. Well, either it's way, interesting. you have multiple tools. You just need to do it. <laughs> just didn't do it. Yeah. Just do it. I need to order a tarp. I couldn't go get a tarp either. That's the thing. I couldn't go you to, have to, couldn't to order a, a tarp? tarp. You can't just yeah, go to the I store. Can't go anywhere. Oh, well, he's got COVID. Isolation. Yeah. That's the reason I'm not there. Have your wife pick you one up at Harbor Freight. I should have had her do that. Yeah. I told her, I was like, man, when I get un- like off of like isolation and quarantine, I was like, I'm going to take an entire day and just drive around all the stores and buy all the stuff I haven't been able to buy. She's like, yeah, you're going to go to Home Depot and Menards and like Rural King and Sam's Club. She's like, don't forget Harbor Freight. You're going to go to Harbor Freight. I'm like, damn, you're right. Wow. That's a lot of stops. 
I know. I'm just gonna spend a whole day just out getting all my like fun, all my stuff I haven't gotten. Shopping, cooking, we go shopping, <laughs> post quarantine shopping trip, shopping three. He's jumping up in the air, clicking his heels. His purse is flying in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> Harbor Freight tarp blowing behind him in the back. Like, Wearing it like a cape. Got the free tarp. It's like a cape, yeah. And a, and a moving blanket. Yes, absolutely. free tarp, and moving blanket. I started one of those on fire once. It was pretty. I was welding in the close vicinity of one of those. Oh, they're not so, fireproof. I use one as a welding blanket all the time. Really? Yeah, Harbor Freight moving great. blanket is my welding blanket. No, I'm just kidding. I, I was going to say, I was towel. like, this son of a bitch <laughs> burned real quick. No, no. So I'm like, I don't like it. You know. I use a wet towel. I'm fancy like that. Uh, so, funny. you went wheeling, Michael. I did go wheeling. Tell uh, us about your wheeling experience. I'll do my best. I tried to write down a bunch of information, and uh, it's probably going to be kind of discombobulated. But I went wheeling. <laughs> Have at you? The- have you listened to the show? That's before? a good point. Well, it's so, just I was like, okay, I need to know everyone's first and last names. I need to go there, know their Instagram handles. Like, I was holy just, crap, we don't do that. There's much so much out. information on this piece of paper, and it's all kind of written shitty because I'm drinking. So anyway, went wheeling at the Badlands May 14th and 15th. Was planning on wheeling with Steve because it was Friday, but you know, womp womp. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> Sorry, Steve. I love you. But anyway, you just gained some <laughs> followers now. I think it's just so, my life, man. Yeah. I know. I get it. I'm. I'm just giving you hell. I have to. What would I'm, it be like if I'm I didn't? I'm wheeling on Friday. I had like everything. Well, I didn't have everything ready to go because the Jeep still didn't have bushings because the mail because because the whole mail debacle. The mail's not working currently. Yeah, yeah. They sent the bushings to Champagne and then they sent them back to Iowa. That and is they convenient sent them for back you. To Champagne. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Did you ever get them? Are they there at your house right now? They're here, yeah. Okay, finally. Jesus. Okay. Yeah. So I went wheeling at the Badlands. Uh, We were, me and Derek were going to try to do the, the quote, great American crawl. We were hoping they were going to open up, shoot, what's it? Mission Impossible. Yep. They did not. And we were only going to do it on Saturday. And it turned out that several people we were going to wheel with did not sign up for the American, great American crawl. So we ended up. Not doing that at all, but we ran into them. I mean, you know, in their big groups that look terrible yeah. anyway. Yeah. So the 14th, uh, me and Derek just tooled around, had beautiful weather. We did basically all the, quote, hard stuff at the Badlands and uh, had just, you know, great day. Patty showed up eventually that night, brought us beer and uh, and we just had a nice, nice night camping. We met up with Eric Gentry and Dave Hansen, his co-pilot. In his 08 JK Rubicon that was heavily modified, and that was actually his uh, uh, shakedown run. Now, second shakedown run, huh? Eric Gentry, Eric Gentry, yeah, second shakedown run. The first one's when he broke the drive shaft. Oh, that's right, that's right. Okay, so it's a shakedown run since it's been fixed. But the reason we even knew who they were, uh, me and Derek are standing around, and his co pilot Dave's like. Where's Steve at? Because this is on Friday. We met him. Right. And we, me and Derek kind of look at each other. He's like, I wonder who does he mean? Steve Summers? Does he know me? Like, I don't know him. Derek's like, I don't know him. And he's like, he probably just knows our trucks. <laughs> and so we asked and he's like, well, yeah, I saw your Quasar Blue GMC Sierra GT and I knew that you were Steve's buddy. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, I guess I'm podcast famous now. He got the color right. I, yeah, he, he got the color right. Dave was a, Dave was a trip. He, he was a lot of fun. He was a, a good spotter and just kind of a yeah. just kind of a fun dude to hang out with. So Eric's a good dude. Oh, this was Dave. Eric was cool, oh, but that was his, Dave. Dave was his his co pilot. Dave is just a character. Eric is a cool dude too. Um, he's a Dave. little more quiet than Dave, but they're both podcast right. listeners. I uh, would have liked to have run into Dave. That'd been fun. Yeah, uh, Dave's got the. Uh, 
um he's got a bouncer that yeah he's, that's what like, he's saying it's together but he's not wheeling it i don't what? know what has a bouncer message. doesn't use it it's, he doesn't race it yet. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you know pulses. anyone else like that that has a bouncer that doesn't use it? It's not a race <laughs> bouncer. It's not a bouncer. <laughs> okay, well, anyway. It's an overbuilt trail turd. Well, maybe Dave's is too. I don't know. I've never seen it. So we met up with them on Friday. We did a little bit of wheeling, me and Derek and Eric. And uh, anyway, the next day we met up with Shane Rivers or the old man Rivers on Instagram. He has a 1985 CUCV X fire truck, and Whoa. it is bad as fuck. Yeah, but it looks clean as shit. It's so clean. And wait, so it's a you said it's a CUCV? Yes. So and what is that? It's a it's a K30, but it comes factory it's a K30 with, a with factory 60, lockers, 14 lockers, yep. 456 like, gears. Yes, it's a beast. It's a beast. Turbo 400 cool. it had a 6.2 liter naturally aspirated diesel. Wow. So oh, extra, really? extra slow, but extra, extra torquey. torquey. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, wow. that, that thing was, it was really clean. I mean, it wasn't like clean, like perfect paint, but the body was straight. It looked pretty good. And, and clean it was like, it. are you sure you want to go through these you trees? You're not allowed to leave the parking lot, <laughs> mister. He followed us everywhere. We wanted some tight trails, some trails like it took, you know, Derek, maybe, you know, a good like five minutes to get between a couple trees. And then he takes that long bed through there and you're like, oh, God. And he just like must have scaled the surface, but he ended up not getting any body damage. Mm. He's a pretty good That's wheeler. Awesome. Uh, but that truck is super cool. And you guys should definitely check it out. He actually towed it there with an old, old body style Suburban, too. Oh so it's just God. like awesome on top of awesome. Awesome on awesome. Oh God, that's awesome. amazing. Uh, awesome. Would you say his uh, Instagram handle was? It's the old man rivers. The old man rivers. And his last name is Rivers. It's Shane Rivers. His co-pilot was Brad Bohms. Um, didn't talk to him a whole lot during the day, but he seemed like a cool dude, too. And I'm not sure if he has a wheeling rig or if he was just a, just a good friend of Shane's. Um, but those guys were fun to hang out with. And then, of course, on Saturday, we ran into Growy, M. Grow, Connor Lund, Lund.Connor on Instagram. And, of course, the famous Derek Lassini. Never heard, of Never heard of her, right? Uh, Growy's truck. I wish I knew. Do you guys know what your Growy's truck is? I don't it's know. It's an 06. It's an 06. It's cat eye. Okay, cat eye, as they say. <sighs> I kind of hate that, but that's all right. That's, that's just how I remember it. The general public says it, so I guess that's all right. Uh, Growy, he got to... <laughs> Uh, well, I was going to say he had to wheel his truck as it's done. That's not entirely true. It already had a shortened wheelbase, but he got his flatbed done for this trip. Yeah, that's pretty fucking killer looking. It was pretty awesome. You guys will definitely yeah, have to check that out. Yeah, see that. Yeah, it was nice. Uh, he had his uh, taillights zip tied to it. <laughs> his factory taillights. That was kind of funny. But uh, other than that, <laughs> it seemed pretty, uh, pretty nice. He obviously needs to get lights done. Connor just got done doing a four link on the front end, basically completely he reworked like the front a, end. Yeah, he did like a full on rebuild over the winter. Oh though, yeah, that it was. That, and this was his shakedown run. I'm and pretty that thing sure. Wheeled like a champion before he tore it apart. Of course, it's a Toyota. So I mean, it's shocking. yeah, it's like a. Yeah, is it a '90s Tacoma? I'm not sure. I wish I knew. I don't know. I tried looking on Instagram. I didn't see the year, but mm. it's an extended cab. It's a truggy, basically. It's got you know a two rear cage. Obviously, four link front. But it out. was leaf sprung. It was leaf sprung all around, and, and now, it's now leaves it's in the back. Not. Four link in the front yep. with coilovers. So that was a shakedown, and it did pretty well. And then, of course, Derek's wow. heavy ass stupid truck. You know, just did normal heavy ass stupid truck things. It's like, oh, our only, uh, our only, uh, like ultra four rigs going up this. I guess I'm going to go up it too. <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go up that. <laughs> That's just Derek for you. He's just like, no matter what, it's like, is this a challenge? I accept. 
And that was pretty much just Derek all weekend. Give us the damage report. Almost none. That's a good. Was there even any? Like, I mean, like a little bit of body stuff here and there. I don't think anyone that we wheeled with actually broke broke that's good that's a great weekend. i think we all just we even wheeled with a couple other guys i forgot to mention i think their names are john and josh one of them had a stock fj hmm. on like all terrains like literally not even lifted and he went pretty much everywhere we did trails wise and another guy i wish i knew what it was it was an old land cruiser like the tiny short ones that are like the size of jeeps yep he had one of those hmm. and he had like his wife and his dog with him and they were out wheeling the same trails we were too. And it was just super cool. It was such a diverse group. Yeah. I think those guys were friends with Connor. Huh? Oh, and the guy in the That's FJ awesome. had never been wheeling before. He was like, this is just my first time out wheeling. Awesome. So we had everything from wow. like dedicated professional, damn near professional rock crawlers to like brand new to, newbies to, in their street driven rigs. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that just goes to show you anybody can wheel. Get out there and wheel. Just get out there and wheel. Yeah. Just go have fun. Oh my gosh, John Land. The case? <laughs> John Land showed up and we were like telling him how to get to the quarry, and apparently he went the wrong way and he gets there and his bedside is just destroyed. <laughs> oh, we're like, oh, Jesus. what did you do? He's like, well, the way I went was just like a rock garden. We're like, no, there's just like mud trails to get back oh, here. Boy. And it wasn't even wet. It was like, it was just easy. He's like, well, clearly I went the wrong way. I made a wrong turn. Oh my God. And we're like, well, I guess that's a trail rig now. Yes. Second <laughs> like 11 silver. Oh my Lord. <laughs> He took that truck out. Yeah, he took that truck out. I thought he took his OBS out. That's what I thought, too. No, that truck's long gone. Oh, really? Yeah. See, I didn't know that. Yeah. Why would he take a 2011 pickup <sighs> off-road? I don't know. It might not be an 11, but it's an 08 to 13, somewhere oh, in there. And he chocolate the bedside. He, he did a number on the, the front half of, uh, like, right before the fender well on the passenger side. Oh, well, it's the passenger side. It's You'll never see it. Anyway. He, he talks about that truck like it's a piece of shit anyway, so apparently oh. he doesn't care that much. Okay. Hopefully he'll solve axle swap it. <laughs> now we're talking. There you go. Yeah, it's going to take him like eight years anyway. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah he's, he's got, got an easy Harley job. and a Camaro to worry about, so yep. he's got other things on his mind. You know, Race I'm just car. saying, like, it's not an easy job to solid axle a truck, you know. Well, it takes more than it's a not, weekend. It's not, it's not just a weekend job. Unless you're Derek Lassini. <laughs> I'm sorry, Steve, you don't have that kind of motivation. Oh, boy. You want to bet? <laughs> I do want to bet. Here oh my we, God, do we do we, we want to bet? Because I'll bet right here oh live. Oh God, do, do we want to bet right here on the podcast? I'm glad I will <laughs> bet so much money how that much, you can't get. How, your- are we ma- are we making this? Is this a thing? How much you want to bet, Steve? That you don't get your solid axle solved done in a weekend? And one and does a three day weekend count? Yes, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Oh, he gives you three nice. days. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, from nothing to I'm driving around on my Super Duty swap. So the the I stipulation like is you have to drive it. Running, driving in four wheel drive or two. Mm, I'll say two because I'm nice. Wow! Oh, that's, that's he doesn't nice. have to have a front drive shaft. Yeah, but I mean, sometimes the front drive line angles and all that is a clusterfuck. <laughs> oh, that's definitely going to be interesting. To uh, the good news <laughs> is that I have long tube headers, so I don't have to worry about that. Okay, the long tubes are definitely going to yeah. interfere with something. So you're saying uh, you has to drive it down so. the street in two wheel drive? Yeah, and that and it has to stop. Yeah, you have to have, I mean, yeah, you have Preferably. to have, you have to be able to move forward. Right. You have to be able to break. And I mean, steer. like, and, and you can't what, push it. What Mike is saying. Okay. What Mike is saying is I can start Friday morning. Yep. And that I can, but I have to drive it to the podcast on Monday. That sounds fair. <laughs> what? Uh, no, that doesn't mean you get Monday to work on it. No, you get Friday, Saturday, Sunday to work on it. So I'm saying you got to drive, you got to drive it to Ian's on Monday. 
Like, that, you know, even if you do work on it on Monday, you got to drive it to Ian's on Monday. I mean, that's fair. But also Sunday night, if you're not done, I'm claiming Sunday, that you failed. Sunday oh. at midnight. It's a monster drive <laughs> shit. Sunday at 11.59. Excuse you. <laughs> okay. So what's the dollar figure? Yeah, what's the do- what do we have to? We bet money. We could bet sexual favors. Like just, you know, whatever. Sexual favors. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it was with us. You know, we could put our wives up on the line. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Sorry. I had a couple of bush lights. Two bush lights and he's selling his wife. Now I'm just like, all right, Patty, you got to do hand stuff with Steve. (laughs) She doesn't listen to this. It'll be fine. Nobody told my wife I said that. All right. Okay. So anyway. So back to the how many dollars. Yeah, right. (laughs) Oh, man. Are you going to throw out a number, Steve, or is Mike going to throw out the number? Betting money? Yeah, I guess. What do you want to bet? Nah, just a beer. A beer? Well, that doesn't just seem beer. very exciting. I'd just buy beer for a guy. Like, that's not a... Huh. I didn't know it needed to be that kind of... I mean, I, I if I put money on it, it's going to happen. He said any amount of money, so like $1,000. But Steve knows he's not going to get it done. That's why he wants it to be a beer. Huh. I'm just not that worried about trying to rush it in three days so that I can have it done for a bit. Okay, then how long do you think it'll take? I can have it done... I, I know I can have it done in a weekend, but... Oh, I he want, knows I mean, he can do it. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I know I can have it done in a weekend. Another I just don't want to bet dollars on. I mean, it doesn't really matter to me. I don't know. This don't is know. in this particular weekend scenario. He has no polishing to do, no wife, and no child. Yeah, nothing. It's a it's a literal binge weekend to get it SAS swapped. That's just it. So like, do I want to try to do that? Is I don't a know. Dollar number? I don't feel like it's possible. I'd like to have it. I'd like to have it done like in reality. So I'm going to take the Jeep to Bray and drop it off. And then at some point between dropping the Jeep off to Bray and picking the Jeep back up, I would like to do the SAS. Um, but I'm going to say I'd probably like ideally like maybe two weeks over two weeks. That's like the whole thing front and rear. Oh, rear. Yeah. The whole, like the whole axle swap. Oh, you're going to full super duty it yeah. in two weeks. I mean, that still seems well, ambitious, not un, not undoable. Though. So are you betting on two weeks then? Like, you I'm know, just saying, like, do we need to bet on it? I don't know. If I get it done in a weekend, it's just literally bragging rights to look at Mike. I'm like, look, I told you I could do it in a weekend. If you get it done in three days, I'll buy you a steak dinner. <laughs> and we're back after some minor iPhone battery problems. <laughs> Yeah, maybe you should look into getting a wireless charger for the for the studio so you can just put that on the charger. Yeah, that would uh, probably be a pretty good idea there, wouldn't it? We should look into that. The Um, patrons will help us with that, I bet you. Yes. So we were in the end wrap up of your wheeling trip. So nobody broke anything, (laughs) which is epic. Yeah, it was uh, it was just kind of a good trip. I mean, uh, we saw some guys from the Great American Crawl doing things. There was a particular. I want to say Jeep that had like a supercharged engine and like 43s. And you would have thought, and I wish I knew more about mm-hmm. this rig, but everyone was just kind of like rolling their eyes. You'd have thought this thing would have destroyed everything in the Badlands. And he was struggling to go up stuff that we go up. Huh. It was like all he knew was like, I know skinny pedal throttle. It's like skinny pedal is all I know. You're talking about, you're talking about gridlock. Sure. He's not on 43s. All of. No, he's on 46s. A 46. Yeah, yeah it was an absolutely huge, powerful rig. And you would think that it would just destroy and it. It did not. It was weird. And we were all just kind of like, really? you're making a lot of noise. Huh. Can you 
stop making so much noise. It's a pretty and, legit rig. Yeah, it, it seemed like it would be, but it was not <laughs> impressive at all. Huh? He seemed like a nice guy. He passed by and you know waved and all that, but I was not impressed. Huh? Yeah. Sorry to disappoint. That's all good. It's not your rig. You don't have to be sorry. Who knew? Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, gridlock. Is it like army green? Whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Gridlock. Hmm. Yeah. Yep. Twenties, forty sixes. It's got a uh, the engine that's in. It's a um, it's a North LSA. Star or it's an LSA. For some reason, I thought someone said it's it was an LSA. Yeah, supercharged. Weird. Okay. Yep. So, quick side note: as I'm editing the podcast here, I was going back through this, and I was like, "Is it an LSA? It is not. It is an STSV." 4.4 liter supercharged North Star engine. So Mike is correct, and I was wrong. Just want to add that in. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of the episode. It definitely wild. You, it made a lot of noise. Yep, <laughs> it made a lot of noise. It sounded good doing nothing. Yeah, how'd uh, how'd That's you interesting. Do? Oh geez, Snow Day, Snow Day did great. Did good. Oh yeah, yeah. right on. But like no exhaust leaks. Oh my god, yes. Oh. Uh, you could actually like just but no. Here the no TBI doing, yeah, no exhaust leaks. Just a perfectly smooth man. It was just a good trip. Oh. I mean, like, because you just replaced for those who haven't followed along or whatever, you just replaced that engine with a different right. TBI engine that you had. That's right. I pulled the engine. I blew up Snow Day's engine just going down the interstate. Nothing too fun. Uh, lost compression on three and five. Don't know what it is yet. Decided instead of checking that, I would pull the engine out of my ninety one, which is also a TBI three fifty. It's lowered. It's a really pretty truck. And uh, I'm going to LS swap that one. I'm actually in the process of doing that right now. Just got the engine on the stand a couple days ago. But anyway, uh, snow day. Yeah, just got a new heart transplant. Uh, got a new exhaust system <laughs> on last Thursday, the day before the trip. Perfect. I pulled it out of the shop. I flushed the cooling system because I was trying to, you know, be a diligent because, you know, I figured I just resealed the whole engine. I should, you know, get all that junk out of there. Yep. Pulled it outside. Turn it off. Put the the trailer ramps down. Go to turn it back on. Does not turn on. And I'm like, cool. So I'm at work. Got my truck. Got my trailer. Got snow day. Nothing. So I find that the positive cable is like that goes to the starter is like half gone and like completely corroded. And I'm like, that must be it. And everyone's like, yeah. I'm like, but what if it's a starter? Like, yeah, but look at that cable. I'm like, yeah, but replacing a positive battery cable is a lot of work. Replacing a starter is pretty easy. So I pulled starter off and. Hook it up to the battery. It doesn't do a fucking thing. We tried tapping on it. Everything completely dead. <laughs> so I try. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get a positive battery cable anyway. I'm going to go to Napa. I'm going to get both. And yep. they're like, well, we got this yep. and this. And I was like, none of that's what I need. I was like, I need, I need uh, to go to the fucking computer. I needed to go to the alternator. I needed to go to the start. I was like, this thing going to work. So I'm just going to throw the starter on there and see what happens. And that half gone, completely corroded battery cable, that starter turns over to like, it's got a brand new wire on it. <laughs> So apparently that wasn't the issue. <laughs> Wire is, albeit compromised, not the problem. Granted, it is on the list. It's at the top of the list right now of things I need to do is replace that positive battery cable. It's yeah. like 40 bucks in Rock Auto. I'll just do it. But yep. but uh, yeah, awesome. it was the starter. So I got the starter replaced in the parking Jeez. lot. I'm fucking at work. All my tools are inside and I'm laying on the ground in the parking lot because nobody wants to help me push fucking Snow Day's heavy ass back in the shop and on the lift. <laughs> there were like two guys left and they were busy and they're like i don't know i'm like fine i'll just fucking do it in the parking lot fuck you guys it was like 65 and sunny i didn't care it was fine it's two bolts but still right still i was like really this is happening the night before the trip of course that's uh, how we that's how it goes, it's always right? that yep <laughs> so i got that finished right. got it on the trailer you get this omen's like oh am i not I'm not supposed to go oh, oh yes. is it time 
But yeah, she made it. She wheeled great. It uh, snow day just kind of works. Right on. Yeah. What's the next trip for you? What's your yeah. next plan trip? Ooh, I actually have no idea. What? I need to pull. What I need to pull Memorial com- Day. You know, I I knew Memorial Day was coming up. I wasn't sure when it is. When is Memorial Day? Everybody goes wheel on Memorial Day well, this weekend. This weekend. So. Are you fucking serious? Yeah. Wait. Oh my god, it's this weekend. Yeah, you don't yeah. have to go to work Monday. You're good. Well, I have. Yeah. Wow. Wait, do I though? Hmm. The w- Memorial is weird where we work. It's like sometimes we're closed, sometimes we're open, sometimes we're open with like a two person staff. It's very strange. Well, that's un American. It's the weirdest thing. That is it's strange. like they just decide on a whim like the day before if we're open or not. I, I don't know. It's a weird thing. Hmm. Okay. First of all, did not know that that was this weekend. Um, I got something on Friday and something yeah. on Saturday. So if I was going to go wheel on, it would have to be not going Sunday. I'm unquarantined Sunday. I mean, if I was going to go, man, I just went wheel on though. I just went wheel so on go two to the Badlands on a whim Monday. Send it uh, on a Monday. I'd go on a Sunday. I wouldn't go on. A Monday. I don't yep. like wheeling the day before I got to go to work. I don't know what I'm doing yet. You're going to go wheeling on Monday. Who is you are? Did you just say I'm doing it? I am. You're going wheeling on Monday on Memorial what? Day. Wow. Who said that? You thought you just said that. That's what we heard you say. No, you said I'm doing no, it. I, I heard the words it. from you, Steve <laughs> Summers, say I'm doing it. <sighs> Gotta love going through Discord when it's cutting out like a son of a bitch. Okay. We were fine for an hour. Okay. All we now heard was I'm doing it. So <laughs> we I'm heard just, you say I'm doing I'm it. Just so. saying, we heard you say I'm doing it. It's on record. Huh. You know, yeah, it sounds like you're going wheeling on Monday. Maybe, cool. maybe I did. I just didn't. I don't know. So the moral of the story is you're I'm not doing, doing it. So you're, so you're not probably what I said. on Monday. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. N- not to my knowledge currently. It's shocking how that only cut out the not, yet. Not to say that I may not go, but I... <laughs> of all the words it could have cut out on, it was the yet. Oh, gosh. Yeah. We just didn't I'm hear the why, it. so we I'm heard it. Yet. Yeah. It. It's that's yet. what it is. Yeah, that's what you didn't. You didn't hear. I don't know what you heard. I'm doing yet. That's yes. hilarious. You're like, yeah, you're doing it. Okay, you're doing what? Oh boy, it's uh, great. So you don't know the what complications your next of trip is. mobiling. I need. I deleted the EGR off the new engine, and I need to send the computer out. So it'll be down for however long that takes to get back. Okay. I haven't done it yet. I'm just that's saying I need to do that. Yeah. So it'll probably take a week or two. I assume. Yeah, it's not too bad then. It's like 70 bucks. It's not that expensive. It's just I don't right. want it to set a check engine light. 10 4. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I don't have any immediate nice. plans to go wheeling again. I mean, I'd like cool. to make it down to Missouri again sometime. You know, sometime this year, maybe go to Fly Nasty or S'more. I really enjoy those parks. Uh, yeah, when my Jeep gets back from uh, Bray, we need to start moving towards making a plan to do that because I'd that love to be, go back down there. Oh, yeah, I'm sure I'm a lot drop of the kid off the grandparents for. Yep. I'm going to drop get Owen a off the grandparents down there. I'm going to grab Jess and we're just going to go. Mm-hmm. When's oh, yeah. the, uh, when's the whole the Jeep go I really want to go back to a park other than Badlands. When's the Jeep Seriously? Uh, well, so the Jeep can go there as soon as Monday the 31st or the 1st or whatever that date is. Uh-huh. Um, Because literally, uh, yeah, Tuesday the 1st. So it can oh, so, be there as so early a week as from tomorrow, or like so a week from today, assuming this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Well, the listeners week from today. Yeah. Yep, it can yeah. go there. So I'm going to steal um, your spot. Bray says he doesn't mind if it shows up 
Bray says he doesn't mind if he shows up a little bit late um, if I want to try to get the stiffeners on. And if I want to get the um, if I want to try to get the rockers on. He's like, it's the last it's his last hurrah. It's his last project before baby shows up. I guess I should probably steal your spot then. If you're ready to go, you, you gotta get. I mean, I can load snow day today and bring oh, it down there tomorrow. Spot blocking, spot blocking. Be like, oh, sorry, yeah, me and Bray made a that. deal. I, I talked to Steve. Steve said it was cool. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. See, <laughs> man, why does hell? Like, I mean, you have to do it now. Somebody, yeah, sorry, I'm gonna be building a cage for snow day for the next two months. Somebody sorry. will call you out on on Facebook this next week. That's gonna be like, if you don't take his spot, like, oh, yeah. someone's gonna be mad. I'm not yeah. gonna take his spot. Somebody, I don't have that kind of money laying around. Somebody's not gonna, for cages at least. Oh, maybe for LS swaps. I do. Uh, what? <laughs> what do you want to do to snow day? You put a cage in? Yeah, definitely. Just not right now. I mean, as soon as possible. But also, I'm doing an LS right. swap right now, so I should probably focus my money on something. Right. I don't know. Yeah, a little. Yeah, right. It's not like the snow. It's not like the LS swap needs to be done yesterday, though. So also okay, sure. then I'll steal your spot. You only drive that truck three times a year. <laughs> well, it sounded like he offered. It sounds like so. Steve's asking me to steal a spot. He's like, you don't drive the ninety one ever. That's a yeah, good point. Hurry. I could get the LS swap done in two years. Right. It won't even matter. Yep. But oh, a, man. A, a cage is important, but I don't know. I want Bray to do it. And obviously you want Bray to do yours too. And so it's like, yeah. when is he going to be able to do that? And I'm thinking maybe never. Yep. Like maybe one of fabrication is just done once he has a baby. I could be you wrong. Gotta think, I mean, you got to think about how organized Bray is. Oh, he'll figure it out. It. He's way more you know organized than yeah. you. That's for sure. Whoa. Oh yeah. And wow. so like when he says he's going to do something, like he just puts a plan down and then he does that. That's you true. I mean, so if it takes longer, he'll just be like, oh, it just takes longer. That's true. So, yeah, Bray is way no, more. No, he'll be fine. He, I mean, he didn't build that building just to forget about it. Oh, yeah. He's got a nice business He's setup. He's still going to do side work, so oh, the side work's going to be there. Plus, that's probably going to put yep. the baby through college. Oh, yeah. Harvard, here you come. Here it'll, be all, it'll be all in how things go once the baby show up. But, you know, you never know if everything goes real super smooth with Loki. If uh, I was able to get the um, stiffeners and stuff put on it and get the rockers put together and get that thing over to him soon, mm-hmm. if everything went real smooth, Loki, he might entertain the idea of taking yours on as a, like, to get him to baby. <laughs> well, I, guess I don't know I if you'd can... want your truck. I don't know if you'd want your truck to be there that long, though. Like, I feel like maybe you should do it like over winter. That would make more sense. Right. Like, I feel like baby's coming in September, maybe by like. December, January, maybe he'll have an idea of what's going on. You now know, is prime time wheeling season. That's true. The weather's nice right, right now. Exactly. It'd be nice to be out and about. Yep. Yep. I'm going to take a month off of mine and just let it sit, which is fine. Well, yeah. yeah I mean, you That's have to. Obviously, with a big job like that or a big project or whatever. And sometimes right. it's a lot longer and than that. I mean, it could be months or years or whatever. So I'd feel I feel much better if I was to have a cage in it going down to like s'more and stuff like that. <clears throat> absolutely you know? i mean you know you try your hardest not to roll your rig but you know right it, it does happen for yeah well yeah. i didn't try my hardest not to roll it i was actually kind of trying to roll it if everybody had watched i wish there was a video of that it's like is that is mark trying to roll his rig and then I it can, just does i <laughs> can close my eyes and i can still see sitting in the toyota going the fuck's he going that high for <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah there it goes oh, yeah, like, yeah. I saw that one coming tipped right yeah. over like a nice uh, slow 
Just well, took a if nap. you're going to roll, at least Nicely roll done. nice and slow and nobody gets All hurt. On the passenger side. Right? Yeah. Fall into your passenger seat. Yeah. Nice squishy landing on the passenger seat. Yeah, Corey was nice enough right. to be my my pillow. Your body pillow. And he turned my truck off. What a nice guy. That was so nice. nice I'm like laying on top of him and he just reaches up and turns the ignition off. And I was like, thanks. And now that motor <laughs> is no more. Yeah, and it's, that's probably why. Because it didn't have oil pressure for three seconds. Three whole <laughs> seconds. Took it out, what, a couple three years seconds. later? Yeah, and then, the, and then like five yep. years later, the motor goes out. Yeah. It's all my fault. Cool. Uh, so, Mike, you need to put a wheeling trip on your calendar because you need a goal. Steve's got his plan. My plan, we're doing yep. race shit next week. You're just doing weekend. razor stuff. I wish you were doing truck stuff. I miss wheeling with you. We can go wheeling anytime you want to. That's not true. That's not true. I don't have that much time. Exactly. Because I'll be like, all right, this weekend, <laughs> r- razor stuff. Uh, this weekend, uh, golf cart duty stuff. This weekend, I Memorial Day weekend, I am not doing any off-road stuff. I got to get the razor ready to use at our point one race at Hooter Holler the following weekend. But I don't have to go anywhere. But then we're coming up on, like, Visions, too. It, couple ultra four races a uh, couple point one it's gonna be hot and heavy june and july for us is like almost every single weekend we're going somewhere that's insane it's right. gonna be wild that's too much you gotta relax sometimes you nope. just gotta fucking sit in your yard put the fucking hammer down okay eleven thousand miles of driving to off-road parks this I might, year. i'd prefer to chill a bit Mike, more than we're that. not, we're not as smart as you yeah you guys need to chill man i just literally chill like sometimes on the weekend right. for like a whole day i'll just like kind of sit outside in the shade nope. just drink some beer drove six yeah. hours i won't do drive. anything six hours to race chill. the razor for i think our qualifying time was like two minutes and 20 seconds and then about seven minutes in the race and then turned around and drove another six hours back home I don't I don't like it. Well, I don't want to do, that. do it again. I just want to chill. Even when I go off road, when I'm done for the day, I'm like, I want nothing more than to chill. Yep. And then in the morning, it's like, are we in a hurry? <laughs> no, we're going to chill today, too. Got to go. Got to get it. It's nice. It's true. Got to gotta go. Got to get it. I don't know if that's the answer, really. I think Mike has the right idea. I don't know. You can have fun and chill. I really do. Got to party. Party hard. Throttle look, down. So I mean, it. I guess look that's how, one way to do look it. How less, look how less stressed Mike is, though. I know I live for the stress as much as I hate it. I live for it, I guess. <laughs> it seems well, Ian's is self like self inflicted. Yeah. Inflicted. Like it's like yeah. he's like, yeah. oh, I don't need to do any of this. I'm going to. I'm but going Steve to. is like yeah. he's like, you know, your life is that. It's just like yep. kid, <sighs> podcast, polishing, several projects. It's all like, it's, like, it's all self inflicted. It's all self inflicted too, I guess. That, that kid did not show up unwarranted. That's true. That's not <laughs> I was trying real hard, Mom. Uh, I was trying shit. not to have a kid and then had one. Yeah. So that wasn't the case. Yeah. I guess that's a good point. Mm. I mean, you kind of do it to yourself. Yeah. I mean, you could right. choose oh, to sure. knock something out. Yeah. I, I schedule way too much stuff. But that is my life. If Ten I don't four. schedule something, then I like, have, then I don't, then I get antsy. Where can we find all the parts you need? For your off-road <laughs> is there complete a place off-road. is there such a place yes oh my yeah. gosh complete off-road. complete off-road do they have everything complete off-road all the parts your car will ever need complete off-road is there a phone number 563-583-5364 no no is it 563-583-5363 that sounds about yes. right okay there call are no chris in the number. At, yeah call chris at complete <laughs> off-road for all your stuff um <laughs> Hit up the crawler off road guys. I finally got me a synthetic snatch recovery ring thing. Cha ching. Awesome. Yeah. 
Actually, I think I don't even. I don't. I think I need to pay him for that. I think I forgot to send him money for those. That's just oh, part boy. of the podcast sponsorship. He's just slinging parts well, at you. I just never pay him. He just punch me next time. He might punch you. Yeah, he'd punch me. He'd you get Fred on you. Fred like his guard Fred dog. Go whoop ass. Fred, <laughs> Fred, uh, Fred on you. Get DJ to come over. Whoop an ass. He'd probably wreck me next race. He'd wreck you yeah. on purpose. Yeah, he'd be like, oh, did you need a recovery? Whoa. Sorry for you. He just keeps pushing it over. <laughs> no, you will not recover your shit. Um, so check out Crawler Off-Road for all your recovery needs. We talked about it earlier, Off-Road Anonymous. Uh, their trailer tie-down tabs are on sale this week again. Ooh, trailer nice. tie Talking about trailers again. Um, but also, Super ATV dealer, so any of your side-by-side stuff, make sure you go through him, and he will take good care of you. Thanks for... Joining us for episode 75, you know where to find us at Total Offroad Podcast on Facebook. Make sure you go check out the Trail Riders page the, uh, on Instagram at Total underscore Offroad underscore podcast and on uh, YouTube as well. You can check us out over there on YouTube. If you want to check out the Patreon, everything uh, links to all this stuff is in the show notes. If you want to just open that up, check your show notes. You can get all the links to all of our locations, including our website at www.com totaloffroadpodcast.com Mike, any last words? Just remember to take time to chill. Nice. Take time to chill. You didn't even have that wrote down. That was right off the cuff. That was nice. Thanks for listening and we'll catch you on the trail. Mm